welcome everyone to the Lexical Tones podcast. I am not your regular host. <laughs> this is Jamie Lee Sampson. I am one of the co-owners of Adjective New Music and a frequent, frequent guest on the podcast. We've decided to change things up a little this season. You're going to be hearing more from me, more from Andrew, the other Andrew, maybe Garrett, and a few other guest hosts, and we love it. We thought you might like a little change. In the past, we've primarily hosted interviews and conversations, always unscripted, always hilarious, if I do say so myself. (laughs) And you may remember that we've had several short episodes that we've called Dangling Modifiers. I know Rob mentioned one from an early season in the Tuesday episode this week, our truth or lie game. Um, He referenced one from very, very early on. You'll have to go hunt that down to find out just what was said. In the past, these short episodes usually contain some of our more hilarious bloopers, and they do happen. They're very real, because this is my fourth take, everybody. There are bloopers. (laughs) This season, though, we wanted to repurpose dangling modifiers, so we're going to start sharing two episodes with you uh, per week. The first one will be posted on Tuesdays. That's our normal interviews, overdrinks, conversations that you have come to know and love. And then Friday you're going to get a brief episode from me. What will we be talking about? Excellent question. These will be a little bit more scripted, and I plan to use these to give you a little glimpse, talk a little bit about the entrepreneurial side of what Adjective does. Adjective New Music has been a small business for over 11 years now, and I've been teaching entrepreneurship for composers right alongside this business the whole time. Really early on, we had Adjective interns that were helping out with some of our research, specifically on my book, Contemporary Techniques for the Bassoon, in exchange for helping us sift through thousands of recordings of bassoon multiphonics. Our interns were given mini admin lessons every week. When we moved to Fredonia to start teaching at uh, the SUNY school that's based here, I started teaching a class specifically for the composers in our program. And then last year, 12 months ago, we started the Adjective New Music Entrepreneurship class, and we were so excited and proud of how that went. That's coming back. We will have more of that um, in a slightly different format, but this is another way to reach out and tell everybody how um, we do what we do and how you can too. I really love to teach composers how to treat their compo- their careers in an entrepreneurial way. I like to explore different methods for managing multiple income streams and how to maximize each one of those to really curate a career that matches the life that you want to lead. Um, and I like to do this by teaching you how to find an audience without changing the way you make your art. Because here's the hill I'm willing to die on. You don't need to change the way you write to find your audience, but you can't just write and assume that they'll find you. That works some of the time, but definitely not all of the time. And that is a past practice that ignores the community building aspect of being an artist. There are precisely no composers who just write without building a presence and community online and in person and can expect to feel integrated in that community. So what we'll be talking about in this first episode of this new little series we've got here. I have a pretty set prescription for what I usually teach in an entrepreneurship class, but I thought I would shake things up just a little bit this time. So I went to the website Ask the Public, which is a pretty useful tool, to find common questions associated with our profession. And of course, one of the most common 
questions aside from how we actually make music which i think we've got about 167 episodes that explore that already yeah is how do we make money do you need a special fancy site to know that that's a common question absolutely not google autofills this question it assumes we want to know this question as does every freshman that walks into the recruitment office And I know from teaching this for the past few years that there's also some professionals that have that question too. So let's get into it. The answer to that question, how do we make money, is that we make money from a combination of income streams. Some of them may be stable from month to month, but others may vary wildly over the course of the year. The multiple income streams typically involved directly in creating music as a composer are commissions, works for hire, royalties, licenses, score sales, and copy work. And one of my favorite things about what we do is that we each curate a collection of these activities, but we also have these other skills that we kind of highlight and and use very, very frequently. So a lot of us also teach, many of us also perform, and there are even a few of us who like to do things like write books. And those are also legitimate income streams for us. I've been interviewing composers about how they earn money for the past few years and what the percentage breakdown of each of those streams of income uh, brings to them. Everyone has their own balance and comfort point with long-term goals for each one. So some composers aim to have a lot of commissions and lower teaching loads, or they aim for that to be the eventual goal. So let's say they're starting out with high uh, teaching income and they really want to invert that so that there's less responsibility on the teaching end but maximizing the commission end. It really is hard to do that without having a percentage breakdown of what each one of those is bringing in. You'll notice that I talk largely in percentages uh, during the podcast and that's because I live in a tiny town in western New York. My cost of living is going to look very very different than anyone in San Francisco. So I want to talk about uh, snapshots, percentage breakdowns of income so that you can apply what I'm talking about in my small town to wherever you are. As a side note, another thing I want to explore on these episodes is how to adapt personal finance advice to an artistic career. There are some amazing books, coaches, and personal finance gurus out there. There are TikTokers that I am absolutely devoted to, but... They're still talking about automating savings and investment deposits, which is fine if you have really stable income, but it's hard to do when your January income always looks beautiful and August always looks a little scary. So I want to talk about how I think about their advice and adapting it into our, our world, our artistic world. So there you have it. In the coming weeks, we're going to do a deeper dive into each one of these income streams. Next week, I would like to talk about active versus passive income streams so that as we dive into royalties and licensing, some of the more confusing aspects of income for a composer, we get a glimpse into how to maximize each one from a nice, big, beautiful active and passive overview first. If you have any questions, always, always find us on social media. Adjective is on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, I also have a Facebook page for my professional activities. You can find me if you search for Jamie Lee Sampson, bassoonist and composer. That's J-A-M-I-E-L-E-I-G-H-S-A-M-P-S-O-N. I hope you all have a wonderful week, and I will see you next Friday, friends.
Thanks for listening. As always, if you want to find out more about adjective new music or lexical tones, please go to our website, www.adjectivenewmusic.com. <laughs>